Ladies and gentlemen, coming up on Break It Down with Brian H. Celebration is in order as we have a brand new Raw Women's Champion. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H., a special episode. Y'all know I usually don't do shows immediately after Raw. I mean, it's probably happened once, twice, you know, back earlier, you know, but episode 148 is a celebration as we celebrate the boss, Sasha Banks. Finally getting it done. You know what is so good? You know, we're going we're going to give a little bit of some victory music. Sasha Banks, two belts, two belts, Banks. I'm so excited as it is finally happened. Sasha has finally got it done. Haters going to hate, but guess what? It's okay because her and Bailey are on top of the wrestling world and i love every bit of it tonight on raw we saw bailey and sasha start come out you know i was a little worried i said okay well i know we got sort of a a double main event you're going to close the show with the wwe championship with drew and Dolph. but then i thought about it i said you know what if they go earlier in the show sasha's not getting it and then we saw what happened in Extreme Rules. So I said, you know what? Maybe Oscar's going to win. So I didn't have my hopes up going into the day. But as the match went along and, it, you know, it, it kept happening, I said, you know what? Maybe, just maybe, Sasha might pull this off. We saw them two come out there, both belts in hands. And, you know, they, you know, constantly made the talk about Stephanie McMahon is jealous of Sasha. And I thought this was a little interesting, especially since Sasha's always online thanking Vince McMahon. I said, hmm, you always thanking Vince, but you're saying Stephanie is jealous. And we all know Vince loves Stephanie more than anybody else, even Linda and Shane. But nonetheless, that's what happened. But they got it done tonight as Sasha and Bailey are officially champions. Let's go to the match. Let's talk about it. Uh, an incredible match. Sasha and Oscar always, you know, um, they've been putting on good matches. Oscar can really get a match out of anybody. She's one of the best to ever do it. No doubt about it. She will be a WWE Hall of Famer. And I sat back and I said, you know, I'm sitting there watching this. And I'm like, hmm, she's out there. And then, you remember, the rules is if Bailey goes out there, then Sasha will be disqualified. But also, when Stephanie McMahon made it clear that Asuka wasn't the champion, basically, because she didn't win an Extreme Rules. So that means count out, disqualification, we get a new champion. And that's exactly what they did. They took advantage of the rules. Bailey knew she couldn't help Sasha at ringside. So she outsmarted her. She got in Oscar's head. And she beat the living hell out of Kyrie Sane backstage. And they showed it on the monitors. She had the cameraman show Oscar this. And just when Oscar had the upper hand, 
She had to make a decision. As my man Cat Williams would say, she had to make a pimp decision. And that pimp decision was between the Raw Women's Championship and her best friend, Kyrie Sane, her former tag team champion partner. In the end, she chose her partner. She went backstage. By then, the ref count to 10. The match was over. And I know a lot of people don't like it. But it to me, I... Look, when I get invested in somebody in wrestling, I I, I put it like this. I've always gone, I used to watch wrestling for, you know, my favorites. I used to root for certain people, and I still do, but a lot of times I root for stories, you know. And then sometimes I suspend my belief. I make myself that kid again who just wants to see his guy or his gal win. And when that happens, I don't care how they get it done. Now, ever since her comeback back last year, right? I believe it was right after SummerSlam. Yeah, right after SummerSlam. I've been a fan of Sasha Banks. I wasn't the biggest fan of hers all the time. I would criticize her. I thought a lot of times she did botch moves. She moved too fast in the ring. That was that was my critique. But this Sasha, when she came back with the blue hair, man, I loved it. I, lo- I loved the attitude. She went out there and beat up Natalia. And then being right here in Baltimore when Bailey made the heel turn, the beginning of the heel turn, should we say, because remember, she was so obnoxious. You know, Sasha's my friend. I'm always going to be there for my friend. Later on, we would see the haircut and she was cheat to win the, the SmackDown Live Women's Championship, which she's held on since. But I watched this and I said, I want Sasha to win, and I don't care how she gets it done. I know some people out there, they wanted to see a good match. They wanted, they liked the five-star. They wanted a better ending. They wanted Sasha to get the one, two, three. I don't care because at the end of the day, she is Sasha Banks is two belts Banks, and that's what I love. That's what I love, folks. She's two belts Banks. She has both the Raw Women's Championship. She has the SmackDown, I mean, yeah, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. And, you know, when you really think about it, you just look at the course. Look how long it's been. Uh, I don't even have a date in my head since she's been a Raw Women's Champion. You know, you think about the journey when her and Bayley, two years ago, looked like they were going to be set up for the SummerSlam showdown. Instead... It switched, you know, they, they went to see Dr. Shelby. They had their issues. And then they finally got together, and they would be the women's tag team champions. They won it at Extreme Rules. I mean, at Elimination Chamber, the first women's tag team champions. Only to lose it at WrestleMania. We saw Sasha Banks get burnt out. Then there was all these rumors about her and Bailey crying, her and Bailey sitting back, whining, belly aching because they had to lose the straps. Then you clearly see pictures coming out with them congratulating and hugging the Iconics. So when you really think about the journey of Sasha Banks to get here on Monday Night Raw, regaining the Women's Championship, it's been a long one. Would we have loved to seen this happen in Extreme Rules? No doubt about it. Would you know, we like to see this happen in a clean order. Absolutely. But this isn't about the struggle because she's a heel. So it's never about the struggle for the heel. It's never about the journey, the climb back to the top. That's what my podcast is for, to talk about this. But I really love her and Bailey running the wrestling world. 
you know, um, it goes back to when uh, I'm put this on your screens when Austin and Triple H. But here's the difference: they were, and it was almost the same thing because The Rock was out. Undertaker, no matter what you guys say, the Undertaker was a, a highly regarded helping hand leader of the locker room, but he wasn't always the biggest draw. Stone Cold, this is where they made the mistake, making Stone Cold Steve Austin a heel because this should have been set up for him and Triple H to have a series of matches. Even if Triple H would have been the babyface, now I don't quite think that would have worked, but if Austin would have, Rock was leaving. If Austin would have been the top babyface, him and Triple H could have worked those programs because Triple H had just beat him at, um, the three stages of hell match had no way out. But now, what makes this different, I mean, it's sort of similar because you have Charlotte and you have Becky out. You do have to create stars. I will. I, we saw Shayna Baszler, which we'll get into. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax squaring off against each other. and But it was a quick double count out. They'll probably face each other at SummerSlam. You could have paired, you know, Shayna Baszler and Sasha Banks. Um, I've, I've said it again. I don't have to say it over and over again. There's no need to break up Sasha and Bailey right now. I do want to see them hold on to both championships. So I should say all the, the all the gold at least until September. They'll probably one of them will probably lose at SummerSlam. Let's keep it real. But this is an opportunity where we can see if the WWE will go longer than two weeks for Sasha Banks. We remember, or two weeks or a month. How long will she hold the goal? I believe this is title reign number five. I might be wrong, but I believe it's title reign number five for her. Hopefully, it's a lengthy one. Give her at least 100 days. That's all I'm asking. Give Sasha Banks at least 100 days with the goal and I'll be happy. But I want to see what happens. You know, my man Banks, shout out to Antonio Banks, always listening in and supporting the show from day one, you know, um, which is always, you know, right here on YouTube, which you can see right there. If you haven't done so, make sure you hit the subscribe button and turn the bell notification on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He said that, you know, he wanted to see Bailey lose the cha her championship and then kind of see Bailey being a little jealous of Sasha. I get that, but not right now. Let's see that happen later. I do say this can be a match that can main event a major pay-per-view. You put Ronda in the match because you needed to draw the money. But Sasha and Bailey, and maybe not WrestleMania. I think it could if done right. But this could be a match that could main event Survivor Series. It's still major, folks. It could main event next year's SummerSlam. It could have main event this year's SummerSlam had there not been the Rona. But it's here, you know. So it is what it is. So 
Um, but yeah, uh, once again, before we move on, congratulations. Sasha Banks is the new Raw Women's Champion. And quite frankly, the reason why there is an episode immediately after Monday Night Raw. Moving on, Randy Orton made it clear. He opened up the show and he has his eyes set on the WWE Championship. You know, a lot of people may say that title right there is one. Yeah, if you don't, if you're listening on the podcast, it's the 2014 WWE Championship title belt that um, The Rock introduced. But I got to check my dates, but I believe Randy Orton held it the longest. I'm not sure, but I'm I'm almost certain my um, blanket memory tells me Randy Orton held that championship the longest. With that being said... Um, you know, he's ready. He's ready to go after the goal. And he said, he made it clear. Drew McIntyre, you was the chosen one, but now it's, you know, he's the most decorated superstar. He respects Drew McIntyre, but he's ready to take him out. He brought up something and I know it may have rubbed some people the wrong way. He said he's more decorated than Austin, than the rock. And when you really think about it, absolutely. If the WWE was in a different position in the business Randy Orton, you know, you probably would say you probably would put him up there. But Austin and Rock drew record-breaking numbers that, quite frankly, we would love. But I don't think that will ever happen again in pro wrestling. One, because we just consume media different. So those days of six and sevens on a rating are over, you know. So, but you, you when you went outside, you saw everybody with Stone Cold shirts. Everybody with Rock shirts. I know I have a lot of fans and friends that listen to the show that they their first wrestling memories are in the ruthless aggression era and I can't even begin to explain how much they miss the DVDs don't do it justice folks the the video packages don't do it justice when we was growing up in the attitude era shout out to those wrestling girls they say the attitude era after us up but when we was growing up man it was special everybody you knew was a wrestling fan and i mean you you went to school the pretty girls were wrestling fans at least they knew they were familiar sometimes you know some people tried to act like they was a little too cool to be wrestling fans but for the most part everybody loved it you know they it's always somebody nowadays on facebook showing you a meme because they, and then they'll have a story about it when their mother or their grandmother ordered them one of the wwe pay-per-views but um yeah so with that, that's the reason why Randy Orton won't break none of those records. You look at Ric Flair, and I was listening to um, a podcast, and, and it was it was uh, Conrad Thompson. He was talking with Bruce Prichard about, I think it was Bruce Prichard, about Kevin Nash's run, and then how like Dave Meltzer was saying, giving Bret Hart the championship, and Bret might end up being like Ric Flair. They keep giving the belt back to him because he's reliable, but they're trying to get somebody else over And you could almost say because the wrestler business we got so much of is more TV time. That's the reason why John Cena and Randy Orton really had the championship over 10 times a piece. The Rock and Austin, it would have been different. But we also got to remember, the height of their years versus the height of Cena and Orton's years is much different. Austin and Rock, you're looking at, um, and I'm going to put both of them in, not separating. But you're really looking at between those two. Really, realistically, 98 to 2002. 
That's really four years. Yeah, Rock came, you know, he was a champion. No, nah, he wasn't a champion in 2003. But, yeah, 98 to 2002, where they were on top. And then, obviously, The Rock had the title again in 2013. But, you know, and it, it's just different. So, when I look at that, I'm like, man, yeah, Randy Orton is more decorated, but his impact impact is nowhere near as high as Austin and Rock because you know some people may know who he is they know him from the RKO's out of nowhere but it ain't like Austin and Rock then they were essentially rock stars and I'm not saying Randy Orton isn't a celebrity where he isn't noticeable but Austin and Rock are were simply just I mean they were on Michael Jordan level same with Hogan same with um you know Mick Foley to an extent and he was on a lower level Compared to those two, so uh, but but anyway, moving on, we saw Drew McIntyre in the main event defeat Dolph Ziggler or Extreme Rules match. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, it was on. I was preparing for the show, already knew what was gonna happen. But then Randy Orton showed up and hit the RKO out of nowhere. I think at least that's what I'm certain he did. To be honest with you, nonetheless he beat him down and he's made his uh, he's got to set the Viper has his eyes set on the WWE Championship. So this is certainly gonna be interesting. Um, man. All right, so moving on, Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins pretty much called Buddy Murphy out, which led to Buddy Murphy going out there getting a win and. He was about to do the eye gouging with Alistair Black. So is this a way to write off Alistair Black off television? Oh, man, I don't know. This, I'm, I'm sick of it. Like, leave the eyes alone, man. Leave the eyes alone. Uh, Seth Rollins is trying, and he's in a decent spot on the card. But for somebody who does a lot of trash talking, who pretty much makes it seem like he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and this is the greatest era of wrestling, He's always floundering, you know. He's always floundering, and I'm not buying it. When, quite frankly, when he comes on my television, I turn it off. Um, oh, I almost forgot to mention, you know, I mentioned that Kyrie Sane was, um, you know, attacked on uh, by Bailey, and right here is the official tweet from her. When there, well, there was rumors that she was leaving the company and right here she tweeted i was able to accomplish so much in the last three years but it wasn't because of my ability or my strength it was because of all the constant warm support from the fans i'm so thankful i could meet you all thank you from the bottom of my heart so the uh word on the street is Kyrie sane is going home wants to be with her husband so um Congratulations to her on an incredible run in the WWE. I mean, incredible matches on NXT, incredible matches on uh, Monday uh, Night Raw, uh, Friday Night SmackDown, former NXT Women's Champion. Uh, I believe she also had a match of the year. or She, she had uh, NXT awards, um, obviously. Her and Oscar did their thing. I know a lot of people wanted to see the match between their them two. I'm gonna go ahead and say it, folks. As black people in wrestling, black wrestling fans, we tend to complain about the way black wrestlers are booked. And this is no way, shape, or form what I'm about to say. Take it away from that, because it is the absolute truth. 
But I will say that Japanese wrestling fans can say the same thing. When is the last time we've had a legitimate Japanese WWE champion? Asuka wins the championships, but she hasn't had a real reign. And I know I'm saying to myself, I just said it after um, I'm happy that Sasha Banks essentially beat her for the championship. But you go back when Asuka was champion a few years ago, she was a transitional champion for Charlotte to get into the main event at WrestleMania. She had an incredible run in NXT, but then boom, when she got to the main roster, she did lose to Charlotte. Now, this is why I don't like what the WWE does when they give you all these undefeated streaks because of stuff like that. So, and then you look at Shinsuke Nakamura winning the Royal Rumble and not having one win over AJ Styles for the championship, and he hasn't been in the main event picture since. I believe he may have had one match in the WWE. No, I don't think so. I think after that run with AJ, that was it. And Shinsuke, turning him, I was not a fan of turning him heel. He went out there, and granted, it made sense for the story with AJ, but longevity, Shinsuke could have been a monster babyface uh, and been WWE champion. So there's a lot, um, you know, you look at a guy like Hakushi when he was there, incredible matches he put on. Now, maybe there was some language barrier stuff, but it's just unfair. And I'm sitting here looking at this. Yeah, Yokozuna was the WWE champion, but I was a child. I didn't know Yokozuna wasn't Japanese and that he was really Samoan. So it's just that, you know, we obviously we talk about the plight of the black wrestlers, which is the God to heaven truth. But it's also been the case for a lot of Japanese wrestlers. I know some people may disagree, but it's something that had to be said. So just want to make sure I remind you folks, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. And of course, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube by simply turning on the bell notifications. So. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are there. So make sure you take care of that. And, um, you know, make sure you uh, put that on your screen for you. There we go. Yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling Realm. So um, before I get out of here, we have number one contenders for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. And that is the Street Profits. They will take on, I should say, the Street Profits will defend the championships against Angel Garza and Andrade. Zelina Vega will get those guys ready. I'm telling you, I'm going to go ahead and say it now. We will get new tag team champions. I do like how the Viking Prophets, you know, they got these mixed shirts with the Viking. And it's got the cup. So I, I, I like this little bromance thing the two tag teams got going on. Uh, I really think that's cool. They put on, you know, I had a series of fun matches. And now it's that, that genuine respect for each other. No tag team comes to mind. It's kind of like Edge and Christian. And the Hardys, after they had their battles, they had that genuine respect for each other. So, I like what they're doing right there. But, um, yeah, folks, I think that'll do it for this uh, episode of Break It Down with Brian H. This Wednesday, after AEW 
And after NXT, I have a special guest, my good brother, James McBride, coming on. He is also a graduate of the Morgan State University right here in Baltimore. Shout out to the historically black colleges. He will be coming on as he's been trying to, he's going to discuss his new venture into helping professional wrestlers with their press and media kits to help them get to the next level. So if you're a wrestler out there and you're looking to get another edge and figure out what you got to do, get some jazzed up media kits, make sure you tune in to that show. I promise you, you'll be able to connect with him afterwards and, you know, get, you know, possibly become a client of his. So um, make sure you check that out folks because i promise you um it's definitely gonna be a show you don't want to miss um you know he's a you know just a simple a good dude that i know who also passionate about wrestling he's looking to break into the business in a different way to make sure he can help professional wrestlers get to the next level i've been saying this time and time again and you know i asked cody using the hashtag he didn't respond but i said you know when do you plan to see, um, what about AEW having more diverse writers? And I went to look on the sheet and I didn't really see any black names or not many. I recognize, you know, obviously they have the seamstress, um, who does a phenomenal job. I think her name is Sandra, Sandra, who was on a lot of the total diva shows. Brandy's the chief branding officer, but what about some black writers? What about some black cameramen, some black video editors? We out here, we could do the job and we can do it very well. So, I want to see everybody get a chance to do this. But all right, folks, that will do it for this episode. I'll break it down with Brian H. Make sure you go ahead, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you tune in Wednesday night. And once you finish this, go ahead and check us out. Check out some of our YouTube content where you can get any and everything that we have produced. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.